Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michaels Show. We're on the air, and we are glad you're with us. Thanks, uh, as always, for hanging out. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, if you want to give us a shout, by all means, go ahead and do so. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. We're going to hear from uh, David Bakhtiari coming up here in just a few. Stay tuned for that because uh, he is now the highest-paid offensive lineman in National Football League history. In history. So uh, that is coming up here uh, momentarily. And in addition to that, um, I want to let you know that the program uh, being brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light. Bud Light Seltzer. We've got a good one coming up. Uh, again, on Thursday night, the huddle is back 6 to 8 this Thursday night. And it's all brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer unquestionably good, no lingering aftertaste, only 100 calories, and cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, strawberry flavors to boot. Go to BudLight.com. They are serving it now everywhere. David Bakhtiari talks about the the negotiations, the late-night, Saturday-night negotiations that led to this big extension. Really came down to the wire, and there's just something about Jacksonville that makes the Packers and myself want to get a deal done. So um, it was about 11 o'clock by the time I had signed on the dotted line, and I just said let my close family and friends, people I knew that wouldn't say anything to distract from the game. So, in other words, uh, the last time he signed a big deal, it was Jacksonville. It was on the eve of a Jacksonville game. This weekend was the same exact thing, and he wanted to get it done, get it over with, and then – Nobody say anything about it until after the fact because he didn't want it to uh, deter from uh, getting ready for the game that uh, that Sunday morning. And he said, look, I worked hard as a youngster. I worked hard throughout my college career to try to get to this point. You can't ever have something like you don't really know how to measure someone's heart, someone's passion, someone's work ethic. And that teenager wasn't the most physically gifted, but he had everything else that pushed him to be where he is today. So. 
Um, when you talk about working hard as a youngster, I mean, that's what he did. I mean, you give him all the credit in the world. Uh, and he was then asked, well, working hard as a youngster and coming to this, did you ever think that you would get to this point? Yeah, I think that happens. I mean, this is now my second time doing it with them. I, I think it's the normal negotiation. But the one thing that I think we had in common was we did want to reach an agreement. And I wanted to be here, and they wanted me to be here. So I think that goal was strong enough to bridge the gaps. Going back to what he said when he was on the local show in Milwaukee, when he said, look, if they want to keep you, They'll keep you. They'll figure out a way to do so, and uh, the Packers did exactly that. Um, now, again, going back to the coincidence, that is, uh, this is the second time he signs a big deal on the eve of playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. When things really started heating up is when we kind of laughed about it, and my agent had uh, brought that to my attention. And, you know, we had kind of said there's something about Jacksonville that brings us together. So thank you, Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> So what does it mean to him to be the highest paid offensive lineman in the league and in league history? That was something that I've been chasing for a while and having the talks with my family. To have that monetary validation for all the hard work that I've put in um, really meant a lot. And that was something that you know I can hold on to and have that title for the rest of my life. And that, that is something that is special that I've been chasing really ever since I got in the league. Was it more important to him to be the highest paid offensive lineman in the league? I have goals, very lofty ones, and I always wanted to say that I was the highest paid offensive lineman in NFL history, and today I get to say that. So sometimes, gang, it is about the money. Uh, But he did say, he did go on to say, it's great to be a Packer for at least four more years. I appreciate them taking a chance on me in 13, drafting me in the fourth round, trusting me with the blind side, making me a top five highest paid left tackle, and then now making me the highest paid offensive lineman. And it's especially to do with one team, it's just it's an honor. I, I, that's something that I really appreciate. And I, I mean, I, I do I do love it here, and I love representing the Packers. And it's been a nice match. Now, the one thing is, though, you know, yes, you're the highest paid offensive lineman, but. He, uh, he, you know, to, to the secondary side of things, you want to take care of yourself, you want to take care of your family, but he also is going to look back and cherish his long career as a Green Bay Packer. I don't want to look back at it now, but, you know, later on in my life, it is something special to say, you know, I spent this much time here. Um, not too many people in their professional career get to have that long of a career in one area, and there's still work to do, but, you know, I'm continuing that track and on that pace, and it's, it's much appreciated. So uh, getting a little more to the nuts and bolts of actually what went on yesterday on the field, he discusses for a brief period of time uh, the four-point win over the Jaguars. No wins are easy in the NFL. Um, throughout my career, that's one thing I've learned that it doesn't matter the other person's record. You each have an opportunity to go one and know that week. So, uh, yeah, it was a battle back and forth. You got to tip your hat to them. They came ready to play regardless of all the inv- uh, the elements. And, um, yeah, it was a battle, and I, I definitely wanted to make sure we, we won so I can – Really, really celebrate. So that being said, what does when you, when you want to celebrate and you've got all this money now, you've signed the contract, you locked up. There's guaranteed cash here. What does a Sunday night pandemic celebration look like? One thing I know for sure is I'm gonna be with my fiance, my two pups, Stogie, some beer, a lot of beer, more beer. 
<laughs> okay. You can probably buy a beer for everybody. Beer. Right? I'm telling you. Stogie and beer. Uh, he also talks uh, about the conversation that he had with his agent that preceded his signing of the contract extension. You know, the one thing that I trusted him with and I wanted, I told him I was going to ask this question before I would ever sign is he needs to be able to confidently say that this is the best contract. This contract is deserving for the highest paid offensive lineman. And when he gave me that, I remember, I remember I explicitly asked him that and he told me, yes, it is. I said, okay, then let's do it. He also discusses the conversation that he had with his agent that preceded uh, you know, all of this. And then he said, uh, when it came down to it, this is what the extension means to him. It just means a lot. It, it, it was something that I was really happy that both of us cared about. You know, they wanted me, they appreciated what I bring and what I've done and how our relationship has been. And on the same side, you know, I appreciate them taking a chance on a 21 year old kid from Colorado on a one in 12 team. He, um, when you talk about signing the contract that makes you that guy, that now you're the standard by what other linemen are now looking for, and he discusses signing that highest contract given to an offensive lineman in league history. I felt like I had earned and deserved that title, and I wanted to make sure that the contract was real and it reflected that. And, I mean, there's always pushback, but for them to understand and we make it work for each other, they get their goals that they would like, I get my personal goals that I would like, and we get to stay together. Like I'd answered before, that's something special. Not too many people, you know, get drafted and do two deals, two four-year deals with uh, the same club. So he said, look, uh, now that it's done, now that it's over with, the one thing you can count on is the Packers get 100%. I've never really wanted to say that, you know, I get to be a Packer for life, but that is something that is really becoming true. And I control that now to finish it out and to say, you know, in one spot, and this place is very special to me and I've given them all of me since day one. I would like to continue that. And like I've told them that I, I will, they won't regret. They did it in 13, they did it in 16, and then they're not going to regret it in 20. So there you go. There you go. That is David Bakhtiari talking about his time in Green Bay. He is now the highest paid offensive lineman in league history. In addition to that, he is going to remain a Green Bay Packer for a long, long, long time to come. So uh, good news. I, you know, some Packers fans, not happy about it, but it's just exactly like we thought it would be. They accelerated some of that money, $11 million of it, into this year. That's what the Packers do. They try to keep themselves, even though they're going to make a deal, they try to accelerate that money. So it's it's some of it's this year against the cap, which is fine because you're not adding anybody else. You might as well go ahead and spend the money and press yourself up against the cap now. So some of that money comes off of the books. So later down the road when you need some of that space, that's what they do. And we'll see now the next guy up in the docket, probably going to be Aaron Jones. Uh, you got Aaron Jones, you got Corey Lindsley, you got numerous players that are going to be coming up. Who are you going to prioritize and what kind of a deal are you going to end up reaching? And every time Aaron Jones touches the ball and, and, and makes something happen with it, let's be honest. I mean, he's racking up money. You know, now you got to decide whether or not Aaron Jones is worth keeping around and can you afford to keep him around? You know, that's the other thing with some of the other guys that are coming up. So, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting quandary for the uh, for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, 855-830-8648. So are you glad the deal is finally done? Finally done. David Bakhtiari going to remain a Green Bay Packer for a long time to come. And when you get into the Packers extensions, who do you not 
want to see the Packers extend? Is there somebody that you say, you know what, don't need them. Don't worry about it. Move on. You know, like I said, you got a list of guys coming up. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Corey Lindsley, Kevin King. I hate to see them break up the secondary just after you finally get yourself a really solid secondary. But Kevin King flat out cannot stay healthy. How bad is that quad injury? Did they just rip that quad muscle like completely off the bone that he just can't play anymore? That, that's got to be one of the worst quad injuries in the history of quad injuries. So we'll get into that discussion coming up. Going to hear from uh, some of the uh, guys inside that locker room, whether it's Brian Gutekind, by the way, spoke yesterday in regards to uh, the contract extension. Also, Aaron Rodgers speaking yesterday. We've got uh, a new Masters champion. How cool was that? We've got a lot more coming up. Eric Branchek at the Green Bay Press Gazette is going to be here. Mike Clemens is going to be here. We're going to continue to take your phone calls as a lot of Packers fans just upset today. And while I understand some of the angst, it, it's like the world doesn't suck. So we're going to get into that. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Program, the Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Van Horn Automotive. Van Horn, they want to buy your car still. Yes. I know the holidays are right around the corner. You got an extra vehicle. Maybe you, you know, maybe you want to want to move it. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself some extra cash. They can help you out. Or maybe just get rid of that uh, that monthly payment. They can work that out with you as well. So think about it. And by the way, if you are looking for a and they can do that without any pressure for you buying a new car. But if you do want to buy a new or used car, they're there. Uh new used, all right there online. They have many different dealerships, not only in Wisconsin, but over in Iowa as well. And they continue to do it and do it right. They are, by the way, uh, family-born and employee-owned, which means everybody there has skin in the game. And uh, they can do new, they can do used, all different makes, all different models. They've even on their website got a uh, link for high-performance vehicles. You're talking everything from Corvettes to Ferraris. They've got that as well. So there's so many different things that you can do at uh, VanHornAuto.com. Go to VanHornAuto.com. Again, VanHornAuto.com. And uh, see for yourself. And if you choose to finance online, you can do so. You can do everything online. Find a car, new car, used car, finance a car, trade in a car, get Kelly Blue Book value for your car. All you got to do is schedule service uh, online as well. You can finance service online. There's no reason not to give Van Horn Auto a shout. Go to VanHornAuto.com. Again, VanHornAuto.com and see for yourself what I've been telling you about. Uh, 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Talking about the Green Bay Packers. Um, Steve says, Jones, Aaron Jones, is the only priority. The other guys are just that, guys. There's going to be many free agents of equal talent in March due to the lower salary cap that we can get at a lesser price. Uh, RJ says, I would add five more years to Aaron Rodgers right now. Um, this one's from Randy. Randy says, I would sign Aaron Jones. Everybody else can go. 
Uh, you're going to be able to find more talent when some of these teams have to cut guys because they're over the salary cap. Uh, Jandy says, it uh, doesn't matter. Gutekinds is going to make the wrong pick. He always does. All he's going to do is maybe go out and find a backup to uh, Jordan Love and trade away two picks to do it. <laughs> so. Um, Jamie says, uh, the Packers are not a good team. You need better guys at all positions. Um, really? All positions? Come on. This is what I'm talking. You talk about an overreaction. Give me some credibility here. Evan says, I honestly think everybody is mad because it was the Jaguars. They were expecting a blowout and didn't get it, so everybody's bitchy this morning. Wow, 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 Packer Nation. That's from Evan. Um, J.D. Metcalf uh, tweets me and says, uh, the Packers fans are completely spoiled. This is why I can't stand you all. Go cry over 7-2. and two. Again, I... I I understand that the team has flaws. I'm not ignoring that. What I'm saying is try to stay into reality and, and look at things as they are. Teams that run the ball effectively and play a solid defense can beat the Packers. We've seen that now a couple of times with Jack or with excuse me, with uh with Tampa Bay and with the Minnesota Vikings. The Packers' defense is porous when it comes to defending the run. There's no doubt about that. That the, Yesterday's win doesn't, doesn't make up for that. But they did what they were supposed to do. They gave up 13. That's it. The defense closed out the game in two stops. And then they signed David Bakhtiari. We come to find that out. They've got a good uh, a good running back, a good versatile all-purpose back, really more so than anything, in Aaron Jones. So, yeah, it, it's you get it. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Give us a shout. Um, this is from, uh, Bucks fan, Bob Bucks fan. Bob says, uh, Packers fans are just upset because they're not blowing everybody out with a stellar number one ranked defense, a number one ranked quarterback going for an MVP and five wideouts. that can catch the ball at any point in time. That's how spoiled you are. This is what's called the NFL. People wake the hell up. You're not the Patriots. You never have been. You don't have consistency in your front office and you don't have consistency in your coaching. So shut up, quit whining and move on. Wow. Bucks fan Bob bringing it. Uh, this is from Ahmed, who says, I am completely happy with what's going on right now in the NFL. The Packers are one of the top teams in the NFC, so you have to ask yourself, on any given Sunday, can they beat any one of these other teams? The answer is yes. That is going to be what gets you to a Super Bowl. You have to go head-to-head with some of the best, and if you can beat the best, then you're going to end up in a Super Bowl. So why not just have a little more faith or a little more hope, better yet? And that's from Abed. Abed, thanks for the email. I look. I I said before that I think that that the Packers they they have flaws. Nobody's denying that. Nobody's denying that the the defense is not stellar. I, well, all I'm saying is is that it it 
it, it's, it doesn't suck. And I, I woke up today, and really when I was watching that Patriots game last night, which, by the way, I don't know about you, but I like weather games. I really do. I always have. Um, you know, not crazy snow or anything, but I like weather games. Watching that rain come down last night, oh, my goodness. That was amazing. But I'm sitting there chatting with Packers fans on Twitter last night and taking some emails over on the Facebook fan page. People are just angry. And and I I just don't know why, you know? Um Yeah, like I said, you're you're 7 and 2 if the playoffs were today after 9 games. You're past the midway point of the season and you're 7 and 2. You're in a good spot. And Eddie says, "Well, they've only beaten one team with a winning record." Who cares? Who cares? That that's all you can do. It's not like you can say, "You know what? You know, we we're going to go play some better teams." You can't do that. This week coming up, they're going to play Indianapolis. Indianapolis, good team, right? Indianapolis right now fourth in the AFC. Fourth. Sitting at 6 and 3, we watched what that defense did to Tennessee. Who is also, by the way, six and three? You're you got a glut of teams in the and uh, in the AFC uh, at that mid range. Pittsburgh obviously at nine and zero. Kansas City at eight and one, and then there's the Buffalo Bills who sit at seven and three after that horrific loss they took yesterday in the last waning seconds when Kyler Murray hit DeAndre Hopkins. But after that, you've got the the Colts, the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Browns, the Browns, the Raiders, and the Titans all at six and three. All of them. Then New England, who's trying to climb back into things with a, a four-win season, followed by everybody that, that stinks. Denver, Cincinnati, Houston, the Chargers, the Jaguars, and, and the Jets. But it, it's pretty even. You've only got two teams in the NFC that are at 6-3. and three. The Rams and the Seahawks. After that is the 49ers and the Falcons. 49ers at 4 and 6, Falcons at 3 and 6. But the top 4 teams in the NFC have 7 wins. Except for the Cardinals. Cardinals are at 6 and 3. But because of the tiebreakers right now the Cardinals would be the top team in the uh, in the NFC West. Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Arizona and then Green Bay. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Give us a shout. Again, eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Packers, Saints, Buccaneers, Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams, on down from there. Believe it or not, the Bears are sitting right there at five and four. Big game coming up tonight for Chicago, by the way. Big game, and then you got Detroit that gets a win. They're at four and five, along with the Forty Nine ers at four and six. How about that game yesterday? Getting that walk-off field goal after a just a dumb, dumb penalty by Washington, which I can't believe they even really threw the flag on that, but just to, to, to shove Matthew Stafford after the fact. I mean, why do it? You know, it wasn't a hard hit. I give you that, but it is what it is. 855-830-8648. Let's do this. When we come back, we're going to hear from uh, Aaron Rodgers 
uh, quarterback for your Green Bay Packers. And you're going to hear some of his comments after the game yesterday. By the way, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical. If you're, if you're just feeling down, you know, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling, you know, a little lethargic, if you are, say, um, you know, overweight, we, all that, they can help you out. All you got to do is call them, 414-455-4451, 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. Check them out. Check out the New Mail Medical Center and uh, can hear from those guys. So we'll continue with phone calls. We'll hear from Aaron Rodgers coming up here shortly. Maybe, you know what, we can even put them off for a while if we have to, but we'd rather get all of your comments in. Uh, and then uh, I know some of you are listening to us in the uh, northern area of the state, the north central area of the state. Uh, got an announcement to make uh, about that as well. So some good news coming to uh, many of you who are listening to us on the radio.com app. And uh, wink, wink, nod, nod. I'll tell you what's coming up. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael shows next. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Let the good times roll And I want these words to make things right But it's the wrongs that make the words come to life But who does he think he is? Welcome back. How you feeling today, Packers fans? Come on. Come on. You got to feel a little bit better than some of you. Holy mackerel. There's some anger out there. And I'm like, you won. Packers won. We should be rejoicing. They're 7-2. and two. They're the top team in the NFC right now. If the playoffs were today, they would have a bye and home field advantage throughout. Be happy. A lot of a consternation today. Uh, by the way, to Eddie, who wrote, uh, who wrote to me a little while ago and said, well, the Packers have only beaten one team above 500, uh, two things. One, you can't help who you play. You, know, you just got to play your schedule. And secondly, uh, they if they win on Sunday, they will have beaten two teams with records better than 500 because the Indianapolis Colts are a solid team, and they're a team right now in the midst of things when it comes to getting to the postseason over in the AFC. So, that would be a solid team. If they get a win coming up uh, the week following, they will then have beaten a team that, while well, at the time would have been above 500, depending on what happens with the Bears. Uh, the Bears are an above 500 team. So now you're coming into a little bit more of the meat and potatoes of that schedule. By the way, something's got to give tonight because the Bears are 0-3 in the last three contests. They're trying to snap the three-game losing streak. Meanwhile, talk about a losing streak – Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football is 0-9. 0-9 on Monday Night Football. So, Vikings fans, you can spin it however you want it, but your quarterback has not played well when the lights are the brightest. And uh, 0-9 coming up. So, something's going to give tonight. Something's got to give. I I get the sense that that the Vikings are going to win that contest. And the Bears, who are in just – they look terrible. By the way, Montgomery not playing tonight for the Bears. He's out with a concussion. Not that it means a whole lot because their run game sucks anyway. 
whether it's the run game, the play calling, or their offensive line. And Matt Nagy no longer calling the plays. He has given that up. Because when Wims got into the uh, into the uh, into the fight, Matt Nagy was asked about the fight and said, "Well, I didn't see it. I was looking at my play sheet." He's always looking at his play sheet. He doesn't even pay attention to the game. He's trying to be the smartest guy in the room. So he gave up his play calling. You know how that works out, right, Packers fans? Once your head coach is called out, and he's got to give something up because he's just inept at it, or at least the perception is he's inept. You're pretty much done. Matt Nagy, this, this the door has the door has creaked open for Matt Nagy, and they're going to boot his ass out of it come the end of the season. Because for the guy that was supposed to be the offensive group, think about it this way: you got Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, you got a guy like Matt Lafleur, you got all these guys, okay, that comes from this new school of offense, right? And then there's Matt Nagy, who was supposed to be, you know, a part of this. He was coming out of that that Andy Reid coaching tree, like uh, Doug Peterson, and he was going to be this guru. And and he has he's done nothing. Now, in a quarterback-driven league, league, it helps to have a quarterback, of which they don't have, and Mitch Trubisky stinks. He never lived up to the billing. And Ryan Pace should be run out of town and maybe, you know, uh, chastised off to maybe to, to run a high school program somewhere. But once you start giving stuff up, when you're supposed to be the guru of that particular thing that you're giving up, you're done. You're done. When you can't even oversee your offense, and that's supposed to be your forte, how in the hell can you oversee a team? So Matt Nagy's got one foot out the door. So maybe uh, maybe the Vikings start to uh, kick that door a little wider open tonight. I have a feeling the Vikings are going to win that contest, and Kirk Cousins gets that monkey off of his back. Remember, Kirk Cousins had never won a game in the postseason going into last postseason, and he finally got that win. So that was one monkey off his back, and this will be another one coming up tonight. But we shall see. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Let's get back into the phone calls. Let's go to Chris listening to us in Brookfield. Chris, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. I think a uh, win's a win. You always take a win in the NFL. Everybody knows that. <clears throat> but it's just the inconsistency of being lethargic. Minnesota, lethargic. Played the week after that, a little more up-tempo, a little more... Uh, Let's hurry up and let's get this game in. Yesterday, lethargic. You got uh, Preston Smith, once again, doesn't hold the edge. Guy just he gets moved out of the way like he's a piece of uh, paper, and the guy just cuts in between the two defensive players and, and busts up the, the sideline for another 10, 10 yards. I mean, they're just playing lethargic. It's like you said, Kenny Smith, uh, uh, Kenny Clark gets double teamed. The rest of them just get moved like they're not even putting up any resistance. That's what people are mad at. Where, where's... Where is the guts of this team and wanting to, like, kick everybody's butt? You don't see that. It's just like they line up off the line of scrimmage. Once again, Jackson, Josh, lines up seven yards off the receiver. The guy's got to cut in two, three yards, go five yards, gets a first down because he's giving them too much of a cushion. Whatever happened to the up-in-your-face, bump-and-run defense? Right, which is where Josh Jackson needs to be. Yeah, he can't cover anybody. He's got to jam them up so that they don't just bust off the line and lose them in a cloud of dust. No, I understand exactly what you're talking about. And maybe that – appreciate the phone call. Maybe that's where people – if you're going I, – I, if you're going to take umbrage with portions of this team, 
I never call into question anybody's heart because I don't know what's going through their heart. I don't know how hard they work. I, my assumption is a lot of these guys work their asses off. Maybe they just work unbelievably hard, and, and maybe the, the, the level of talent just doesn't afford them the ability to be what you, what you as a fan want them to be, okay? But what we saw yesterday was at least perceptually, and if you're a Packers player and you're listening to this program on our fine affiliate, The Fan, up there in Green Bay, is you, you saw kind of a, a lethargic or energyless performance early on. It wasn't until late in the ball game that the defense kind of woke up, but the defense didn't play terribly. You know, the defense only gave up 13, and seven of those was on a very, very, very short field inside the Packers' own 20 after Devontae Adams gave up the fumble. So, okay, you know, that's, as a fan, maybe that's what you can be mad at. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You want to chime in, do it. Let's go to Gabe listening to us in Delafield. Gabe, how you doing today, man? What's up? I'm doing good. I, I'm with you. If they win, I'm I'm happy. It's a good day. I got, I'm old enough to remember 4th and 26. Oh, yeah. And I got really nervous when coincidentally, here's the game <laughs> – Pretty much on the line, and it's the fourth and twenty-six. Uh-huh. They come out there with a three-man defensive front, and all I can think of: this quarterback's going to be back there all day long, and sooner or later, somebody's going to open up. They call the Packers call the timeout. I don't know if Rodgers had anything to do with it, but he, I saw him a little a shot of him on the sideline, and he was yelling at the defense. I I don't know if he was yep. yelling what they should do or just trying to get them charged up. But they came out of the timeout with a four-man front, and they harassed the quarterback enough that when he finally did get a pass off, it was a nothing pass. Yeah, they uh, they harassed Luton, uh, especially towards the end of that game when Rashawn Gary got to him, Preston Smith got to him, Zedarius got to him. I mean, they ratcheted it up at that point, and I, I agree with you. But it was Aaron Rodgers who went over and got in some of those guys' ears uh, and I don't know what he said, but uh, and we'll hear from him coming up uh, a little bit later in the program, but I don't know what he said, but it worked. It worked because they went out there and got the job done. 100% agree. Appreciate the phone call. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll step away. We'll come back, and uh, we'll get more as uh, we continue on on this Monday. A day. It's a green and gold Monday. Packers get a win. We should be rejoicing, feeling good. Packers are atop the NFC. They have flaws. I agree. But things do not suck. I agree with that, too. Remember that. Suck has uh, a larger connotation. Suck has the word Cowboys written next to it. Suck has the word Jets written next to it. Bengals written next to it. Not Packers. Not Packers. Nay, nay. Not Packers. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. And if you're looking for a meal tonight, you're going to sit down. You're going to watch that Bears-Vikings game. You're going to say, what's for dinner? I'm telling you, Quick Trip, they've got you covered. That's the answer. They have take-home meals, beef stroganoff, pork chops, chicken uh, with chicken Alfredo, turkey, potatoes, gravy. You name it, they've got it. They fix them. You take them home, heat them and eat them, grill up. They're good. That's from our friends over there at Quick Trip. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. And, oh, it was apropos for the year of 2020. Next to the Bill Michaels Show. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers beat the Jaguars 24-20 on a windy day here at Lambeau Field to improve to 7-2. Devontae Adams had to leave the game with an ankle injury, but he returned to score the go-ahead touchdown. Over the weekend, the Packers signed left tackle David Bakhtiari to a new deal worth over $100 five million dollars negotiations can get uh heated and uh, it really came down to the wire so um it was about 11 o'clock um, by the time i had signed on the dotted line matt lafleur says he found out just before the game from gm brian goodikinst you know i found out this morning goody came and told me first time i mentioned anything to him was after we scored our first touchdown that long one to mbs and he came running off and hugged him and told him that I'm happy he's going to be a Packer for a really long time. Jaguars rookie running back James Robinson rushed for 109 yards on 23 carries, but for some reason, they went with the pass on their final two drives coming up short. After the game, head coach Doug Marone questioned the play calling of his offensive coordinator Jay Gruden. Those are good questions. I mean, obviously we, we felt we had a good play call. We thought we could get the ball down the field. But again, you know, when it doesn't work, I totally agree with you. The Jaguars fall to 1-8. and eight. Rookie quarterback Jake Luton. Guys are upset, you know. Guys are, uh, you know, they, they want better. They expect better. You know, we all do. That's Jaguars quarterback Jake Luton. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. Bill Michaels show on the air. And, uh, boy, congratulations to Dustin Johnson. In the year of 2020, he sets a Masters record at 20 under and gets the win. And, uh, man, what a what a tremendous finish to that tournament. And I was – I'll tell you what, I, w- I watched a lot more of the Masters. I always watch Masters coverage anyway, but I think I watched a lot more of it this year than maybe in years past. And that's including – you know, now, then again, I didn't have a lot of college football that I wanted to watch on Saturday. I did watch that Notre Dame-Boston College game. But uh, – and the Badgers played on Saturday night, so I wasn't glued – to the television, Ohio State didn't play. That game against Maryland was canceled um, because of the COVID. So there was a lot of games that did not get played. LSU's game, Alabama got canceled. So all of that was put on the back burner. So, you know, you had a couple of college games during the day. But pretty for the most part, you're watching Masters coverage. And then on Sunday, uh, I got to admit, I was I was back and forth all day long. All day long. I mean, I hunkered down. I went down to the great room yesterday and – turned the big screen on and I was back and forth through that Packers game and if you were following me on Twitter you know that but I was back and forth with that Packers game and uh, with the Masters coverage yesterday and really enjoyed that um so it was I I I know that golf does not want to share a a major date with the NFL I'm going to be real interested to see what the ratings were when everything comes out tomorrow but, uh, Joe, I'm going to ask you, and Joe, you there? I just want to make sure you're there before I ask you a question. I am here. I, I okay. exist. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure because this, this is – I want – do you like having a major in November? Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I I think it worked out really well this year with the I Masters do too. in November. I, I, didn't, I didn't really have any objections to it. It was uh, – you know, to me, the Masters, it's the tradition of – 
you know, the the birth of spring, the birth of right, hope, right. blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't want the Masters in November, but I wouldn't mind like a PGA championship or something. Well, I mean, then I, again, it would prohibit it from being ever in the northern states again. But but the Masters this year represented that rebirth and hope that 2021 will be a much better year than what we went through this year. Right. You know, what I mean, it was right. like the same representation, even though we were in the fall. I know. I, I just. I love the format. I, I thought I thought ESPN, CBS did a really good job with all the coverage. They balanced it well with the NFL. You got a great doubleheader slate of NFL action yesterday, and I want mm-hmm. more late games. Not three late games, not four. I want five or six late games. Give me more of that. But, yeah. you know, in regards to the majors, I – I, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of the PGA Championship getting moved to May. Like, I, I just hate that. Like, I prefer to have that later in the summer or early yeah. fall, like August, yeah. September. That's I'm so used to that, and I want to see more PGA Championships coming back to this state. Right. Yeah, I would love to see that as well, and that's, that's what's going to hurt all the northern states is that you're not going to get that because of the moving of the date, so... I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the weekend of sports. I enjoyed what we had to take uh, take a take a watch with. So uh, I was all over it. But uh, but we'll, we'll wait and see if uh, the PGA maybe takes a look back at all of this and says, okay, maybe they'll change some things up. But yeah, I enjoyed it. So Dustin Johnson, your winner, and uh, we got an announcement coming up. I had promised you one for those listening to us in North Central Wisconsin. So that's coming up. Also, uh, next hour, uh, Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette is going to be here. You got some other good games uh, over the weekend. You got a big one coming up tonight between the Bears and the Vikings. Uh, two streaks on the line. We'll talk about that. Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, is yet to join us. We'll talk with Mike as well. A lot coming up. We're also going to hear coming up after the top of the hour here. We're going to hear from Brian Gudekinst. General Manager for your Green Bay Packers going to hear some of his thoughts on the signing of David Bakhtiari and where his team is at right now. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show right around the corner right after this. to border the bill michaels sports talk network we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.